welcome into November the 5th of Cadence Craft Collective's Wovember, where we talk about everything woolly in November every day, because we just can't get enough. Today's prompt is caretaker, and ew, this took me a little bit of thinking. I've been out for a little walk with the dog today, and I was looking at the sheep and thinking, give me some inspiration, I've got 10 minutes to talk, and they did. Because they're good sheep out there. I don't quite know what kind they are. I think they're cheviots. So, caretaker. Um, I'm first thought, I don't know why, it's of Paddington and he's in the British Museum and there's a caretaker. I, I honestly don't know why I'm thinking that. But, and then I'm thinking about school janitors because they're kind of the caretakers. But when I'm thinking about wool, you're wanting somebody who cares for the wool. They might care for the sheep first or they might care that they've got this product that is wool or they might care that they've sold the product of wool and they can pay for their um, math share or their extra dentist appointment that they didn't know they were going to have. You know, that kind of stuff that small businesses love. (laughs) The reason that they like income. Or finally, the end product person who in fact, not quite the end product person sometimes. Me who has it in her stash and then maybe I'm making a present. And the person who finally gets given the bit of wool for however it is crafted into. And then I'm thinking, care, taker. Taker, why would you take? I mean, I know that you would take care. You take care of something. But you would maybe be better if you're giving care. Because it seems like you're going to take something that is not... You're taking the care. Do you see what I mean? It's a bit of a... When you think about the word, there's a lot of... I hadn't thought about it before, so listeners, I had to share it because it's extra fodder. I don't know why I'm whispering. There's nobody else in the house who's a buckle. He might occasionally woof because somebody was walking past earlier on and how dare they. I am the caretaker of the dog. He is the giver of love and all things here. And it kind of made me think that the farmers are the direct caretakers of woolly sheep. They um, look after them. They feed them. They make sure that they have food. They dose them for whatever dosed chemicals that they need. Or they look after them when they're given birth. They make sure that they can give birth. You know, the whole cycle of life. A shepherd or a farmer is all things sheepy and some farmers are stupendous and they really, really like their sheep and that is their main role in life. Some farmers are born into farming and some farmers become a farmer. I don't know which is better, just as long as they look after other sheep is all I can think of. And you can buy some wool directly from some farmers. Um, I remember the last Edinburgh Yarn Fest that they had the small holders um, and it was quite a few selecting smaller stall holders. Not that they were small, but their businesses were smaller and they were there for a few hours on the Sunday morning and quite a few of them, it came from their own flocks, um, the sheep 
and their fibre was there and I remember chatting to some of them and it was a really, really lovely day to talk to, but it was actually snowing. <laughs> and I just remember walking in wearing my huge big woolly jumper and being just overwhelmed by this wonderful, well, lack of, um, not food miles, but sheep sheep woolly miles because some of the sheep lived very close to Edinburgh some of the sheep a bit further away but most of them in fact well, I'm going to say all of them were from the UK so there is that to consider in where you buy your wool from as well so how far it has to do for um, getting processed getting dyed getting to the person it's going to be sold or it's going to do the selling and then where you're taking it from and to and all this adds up. You've got your caretakers who have just kind of mentioned the shopkeepers. They, they see this wool as a product and some shopkeepers are more enthusiastic about wool itself, like pure wool or maybe local wool and some are not quite so or they just see it as a baseline figure on their spreadsheet. You've also got your stall holders that I have actually mentioned and they're the ones that um, maybe they go to the market every week and they sell wool and or it's like the farmer's market and as they've an added extra they've got some of their sheep yarn put on the side. You've got your online sellers as well, they just all, all they can afford to have or want. Because there is a difference whether you actually want to have a shop or not. Um, and actually, bricks and mortar shop, you only have to look after the fabric of the building, and so it's quite a lot more expense. But at the same time, maybe it's just not for them. So then you've got your just go to the craft sales and sell the occasional kind of yarn wool people. And maybe that suits them too. They've got a young family and they only have so much product and it just it's just enough that they can have an extra little bit of an income come in. She thought, it was not what she thought, the name is on the, the we could put some names to these will we? <laughs> but Rachel, daughter of a shepherd and her dad has is a shepherd, clues in the name there. And she was seeing that he wasn't getting enough money from his product of his fleece. So she decided to try and sell it for her. And she's made a wonderful business and has got great product. We've got Joe Skye, who's Joe Spencer, and she's on the island of Skye. She's the farmer. And you can watch her farming journey throughout the year. And she often posts things that you really think... Oh, I'm really glad I'm in my house. It looks really cold and wet. Sky's quite a wet place as it is, but um, it's very beautiful. And she shows the glory and the not-so-glorious part of where she lives and working with sheep. And then other farmers or crofters. I've got my friend Sarah and my friend Nicola, who have got some sheep near me. And I know how much work and how... <laughs> how the the phone call goes your sheep are out of the field and this is always the most inconvenient time of life or 
just hearing their lives about, oh yeah, we're putting the ram into uh, the flock this week, or how many lambs was going, and then they talk about lambing time, and just caretaking of their flocks. We've got Graham of Keithness Yarns, he's down in Dunbeath, and he is, if I was a sheep, I would want these people as my farmer, to be perfectly honest. Almost, I think Graham just looks after his sheep the most glorious way he possibly could. No, the other, the others don't, but I just think that Graham, Graham is like, he would probably live in with the sheep if he possibly could, just to make sure that they were okay and comfortable. Whereas, um, I don't know whether the rest would. I, I'm trying not to be mean to them, but um, Graham just loves his sheep. And then we've got caretaking of stash. So if you have some kind of woolly stash, that's you, you're caretaking it. You obviously look after it. You have it in, some of the people have it displayed. Some people have it not displayed. Some people have it all over their house. Some people have it in one spot. Some people have lots of lavender surrounding it or mothballs or it's all nicely packed away in colour order or weight order or it's just moth proof or it is very well looked after or maybe you just one day went oh I've got quite a lot of wool here maybe you should tidy it up there is everything in between and then we've got caretaker when you're knitting you're looking after your wool you're making sure that it's not tangled you are keeping the dog hair off it you are making sure that it's just going to be the best product it can be for this garment that you're making or item and it is caretaking the garment as well so it's almost as correct as you can possibly get the type of wool needed to make the garment and therefore you actually use the garment or item and then if you're say you're making a baby cardigan and then you give it to the person, they will then be taking care of that garment or yourself, the end product, whoever looks after the jumper or the cardigan um, is then the caretaker. And once a year, maybe you would, or maybe more than that, you would take your mittens out before the cold weather starts and wash all the hats and all the gloves using the correct wool stuff um, detergent A will soak or I can't remember the other names of them or you will wash them carefully and you're taking care of something because you've made it and you know how much time it takes to go into it. So listeners, caretaker, woof, there's more to that than I thought there was. Sorry for the rambling. <laughs> right, I hope that you have a very nice rest of your Sunday, lots of crafting happening. If you want to sign up for my uh, annual winter Christmas decoration swap, please either send me your email on Instagram or go into Ravelry and sign up in there. I'll have this open for maybe a week and then we'll get this all organised and you can post them out. Um, and I've put that it's to be a really nicely handmade, either by yourself or the bot, or a very nicely bought Christmas or winter decoration depending on you you get because not everybody does celebrate Christmas and also uh, 
like two or three other small items as well um and i think if you're going to be doing stuff you should maybe agree a kind of budget between each other so say well i've got this budget this i'm not going to set a budget on you this time i think if it's fair that you do that to each other and don't be shy just say i'll i can afford this this year and the other person has to uh, say well, i would agree with you i can either afford that or no i can't afford that um can we take that down i'll be your moderator if you really need it but i don't think that you should have it's not very fair when you get sent something that is extremely out with your price range and you feel that you have diddled somebody because you don't feel you've sent them enough or the other way around you've sent something and you spend a decent amount of time or effort or money on it and you get back something and you went really so let's try and not do that i would say that a decent um price for this is going to be 15 to 20 pound because you don't want to you don't want to right on that note we're getting out of time so have a nice rest of guy fox day in the uk be safe if you're near bonfires happy birthday to my granddad um it would have been his birthday today a uh, hundred and lots <laughs> he's no longer with us bless him so take care keep on crafting